Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Libertarians podcast. I am your host Matt. Today is uh, Friday, December 16th, 2022. So uh, today I recorded a conversation uh, with uh, Patrick. Um, I don't know if, if you're a longtime listener. Uh, we used to uh, co-host the podcast with me uh, at the beginning. And uh, yeah, so um, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to... Uh, uh, put in our conversation that we had. It's a really good conversation. It's about two hours. Uh, I think pretty close to two hours, maybe um, 80 minutes or so. Um, so anyways, um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this uh, interview that we did. And um, there is a, a little bit of a complication uh, halfway in between the podcasts. Our, uh, we did this through Zoom, so our uh, meeting kind of uh, timed out, I guess. So you'll, you'll hear there's a little bit of... Uh, that it, the audio breaks up for for a quick moment, um, and then we get right back into the conversation. So uh, yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoy the show, and um, yeah, thank you very much, and I hope you guys have a great weekend. Let's get into it. Um, so yeah, it's been a little while, man. Uh, nice to yeah, see you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. So um, I, I figured uh, we should probably just start first. Uh, I mean, with the what I would think is probably the biggest story in, in quite a long time, which is a uh, probably the most interesting story too, which is, uh, you know, the, the Kanye West, uh, Nick Fuentes, Alex Jones, Tim pool. If you want to really throw that in there, there's not much really to talk about there, but, uh, just, just the whole thing that's been going on. So I wanted to just get your, uh, insight on that. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, well, b- before I give my insight, it's <laughs> just as happy as I could possibly be, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. What I, first started watching Nick Fuentes must have been uh, probably two weeks after Groyper War, which was in 2017-2018. So, and uh, I even watched like with my wife now. It's He's my political guy. I've always been, yeah, I've been betting on Nick Fuentes <laughs> uh, for a, a few years now, and it's Paying off in spades. You're you're getting a pretty good uh, return right now, definitely, definitely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's so funny because I've watched him just be obsessed with Kanye. Yeah, be yeah, an absolute fanatical fan of his. And with everything happening with Trump and DeSantis, the entire Republican field that yay threw his ring his hat in the ring <laughs> it's definitely really black interesting mask his black mask in the ring and screwed <laughs> up with what are supposed to be the the scum of the internet of the internet right right i, right. I couldn't be happier i i think it's great though especially um we talked about this stuff. I don't know how, how much you get into it, but I, I'm pretty uh, hardcore Catholic. I love, I love just that Ye is drawing attention to sort of legislating from a Christian moral perspective. I think the only way any country ever moves back in that direction after 500 years plus of drifting towards liberalism i think the only thing that gets you back is some kind of what something crazy yeah it takes something is something extreme 
right. like rhetorically extreme. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've been talking about this quite a bit lately because I've had kind of like a realization of, um, you know, it's what what I'm kind of seeing and what's kind of brought me a little bit closer to the idea of religion and God and stuff like that is is observing, say, the last even, for example, the last 40 years of a true kind of godless society or the direction that we're heading into where it's starting to become completely godless. And to me, it wasn't even so much of like fighting myself, like spiritually or anything like that. It's just seeing how everybody else is reacting to just the idea of this selfishness of like, you know, I am like the the greatest thing. There's nothing else above me or anything like that. And it kind of makes people uh, react in this way um, in a very selfish way. Right. I mean, that's kind of if you look at it, for example, that's why you could kind of see um, how people reacted to very small things like uh, a virus that kills 0.01 percent of the population. You know, I people who care more about the afterlife kind of uh, tend to not be so much afraid of, you know, dying because we're we're supposed to be going to something that's a little bit greater than than what we're living in right now. Right. So I've kind of had a different understanding and a different appreciation of, of, of all that stuff. And uh, I, I completely agree. I think we definitely have to go back to a more of a traditional kind of uh, Christian moral, at least a very Christian moral, like society and stuff like that, because this shit's not working. And, and another, another thing too, is just seeing like uh, how, how the left has been and just this uh, celebration uh, of of sexualizing children and stuff like that. I mean, if that doesn't really turn you into uh, at least uh, religious consciousness, then I mean, like you're, you're doomed as a person, basically, in my opinion. Right. Well, I, I agree a hundred percent. You see this, this is the only result, the only possible result of liberalism when you don't have uh, morality based in a higher power, you don't have morality. And yeah. ultimately you have, some sort of squeamish reactions initially to some of this deeply perverse and often violent attitudes uh, towards children and sex. Uh, that without God, you do not ever come close to stopping this. You have just this slow bleed out uh, yeah. of society until you are mainstreaming pedophilia and we are not close we're already there yeah there, this is the the decade that they are making this push where they are trying to strip away the last bit of moral sanctity the last bits of innocence left in society which is owned like no adults certainly but the children is like the the end it's the end goal always yeah. and you see tons of people on Twitter, like a good one, I think, is uh, Oren McIntyre, who always tweets the, uh, the, the meme of, like, the, tap, the auto-tapping the sign on the school bus from The Simpsons. And it's like, they just want to have sex with kids. That is it. <laughs> that, it's like, yeah. uh, no, there's, some, there's more subtlety to it yeah. than that, guys. You're, you're oversimplifying it. It's like, no, 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 no. This is a it's a cult of pedophilia and child sacrifice. Right. Between abortion, the mainstreaming of sexualizing children, and you see also just the uh, the number of uh high-powered individuals. Right. Uh in the most extraordinarily privileged powerful positions 
turn out to be advocates of sexualizing children and not in some sort of back alley they get caught um, peddling child porn. Often what they are doing is writing intellectual pieces that they are hoping convinces broadly and changes policy towards the allowing of sexualizing children. And, and a good example of this is uh, Yoel Roth, the, one of the former guys who was running, basically he ran Twitter along with Vinjaya. Um, he, he, again, writes uh, intellectual arguments that are for allowing children access to pornography, which is sexualizing children and of pedophilia. Of if you were trying to arouse children, yeah. you're a pedophile, period. Also trying to justify it is, I can't imagine why you would not, unless you're a pedophile. Well, but they certainly are, they would then go into this despicable spiel about how we are somehow causing the problem by being against pedophilia and that the problem is that they, it can't be more out in the open. Right. So, yeah, yeah no, no, it, I, it's just, we, we live in a vile world. The only, yeah. the only way back is someone like, yay, either becoming the president or changing the Overton window to the point where it allows someone who maybe is better organized not that he has a problem with that. He's got tons of good people besides Nick. Very yeah. effective people. A lot of people are obviously turning him down because of the the consequences of, yeah. of what he's doing. Right. The natural consequences, well, the very predictable consequences. But we'll we'll get I, into he, that for sure too. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I, I think that it it's a win win. This is a, a, a no lose yeah. situation. No. Right. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And just to kind of go back a little bit on, on just like what you're saying about the, the people who are kind of like in charge and uh, the elite people and stuff like that and, and how they're kind of guiding this this thing of pedophilia and child sacrifice and stuff like that. It's yeah. if you look through history, this is stuff that's happened over and over and over again. It usually starts to happen when, when you have a collapse of a civilization, right? This is how civilizations basically collapse, right? So I mean, kind this of like exactly it. This yeah. is what you want to just a uh, history right. lesson is like, look at how a lot of empires fall. Right. Um, it's 50 50, either a greater power rises and that greater power tends to be incredibly austere, um, prudish outsider uh, society, very yeah. hot, extreme religious people taking down these very decadent empires or they implode from within primarily the one of the biggest marks is androgyny you look yeah, at any yeah. empire that's about to go down from egypt to persia to rome to yeah. chinese dynasties there's about four of them where it's an invasion of eunuchs and women into to the higher positions of power the blending of genders so that yeah. you cannot tell the men who do have high power positions from the women who do. And you watch the consequential collapse of the greatest empires through history. Yeah, absolutely. There's maybe one or two that, that, that are the exception to that rule. They're either invaded by people who are more uh, religiously conservative, austere and prudish, or they are, undone by from within 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, what do you think of that too? It's, you know, this is kind of like the, what it is, it's, it's the foundation of life, right? Gender Genesis, like it's, it's the foundation, foundation of life, basically. So if you could break that down, like what else do you have left really? Obviously nothing, right? You're just basically destroying humanity at that point. Um, and uh, yeah, I, like kind of like what I was going to say is, um, you know, I think part of the, the issue is too, is you're always going to have these people, I guess, like that are in power. And um, you know, if, what when it works it's the people that are being checked by by a higher power than themselves basically right so it, when you had a lot of these like great leaders and usually by the end of their reign and stuff like that they actually move away from god and stuff and and that's usually like i said the fall of their collapse and and, and everything like that right so i mean it's it is a pattern that keeps happening over and over again and like this is you know uh just an, an example of uh you know our uh our godless society that's basically happening happening right now and i think it's one of the worst we could possibly see. I mean, that's why you're seeing a lot of the suicide rates going up. You're seeing a lot of mass shootings. You're seeing, you know, divorce rates are higher than marriage rates. It's, it's basically, you know, <laughs> we're just living on, on this planet of like, there's nothing else after this. So, you know, everybody's just going kind of crazy. And then the people who have the worst intentions are the ones that get the highest amount of power because, you know, they're, they just allow all these people to kind of do what they want basically. Right. Absolutely. You, you'll find no satisfaction until you find it in God first. And that it will amplify all of the problems in society of just constantly seeking pleasure. You will pave the way for the most vicious, cruel, godless, ill-intentioned people to occupy the positions of authority. And, and yeah, that's why that's why ultimately the yay thing is so important is because uh, as unserious as it may seem now, I want to go back to the days where a king would retire and go to Rome and become a monk and let his pious eldest son take over. I, I yeah. could not be more done with democracy. It doesn't matter. Dictatorship, authoritarian. Uh, a monarchy, a republic, yeah. it doesn't matter. The people right. in charge, and there will always be people in charge. This is why my, I've drifted away from a, a great deal of libertarianism, um, is there will always be authority and hierarchy. What matters sure. is who's of there, course. even if it lasts a generation. It, the sort of struggle will never end. Right. We'll never get to relax on our laurels. They will. They can have a, a, a peaceful night's sleep when they have utterly annihilated the Western Christian world. Right. And that'll feel great for them. And they'll wallow in their, their ignorance and destruction. But for us, we have to constantly keep building and repairing uh, our moral, sacred world uh, in anticipation of our ascension to heaven. Like, there can be no, there can be a no authority above God and no authority on earth that does not respect that. Yeah, and no, we I, certainly do not have that now. Even the, yeah. you know, uh, anyone who world leader claiming uh, their uh, Christian faith, there are right. few and far between who actually uh, live up to it, and there tends to be the ones who are the most decried by the the West, obviously, your Eastern European and a lot of Orthodox um, world leaders are, are much more, get provide a lot more hope 
Yeah. I think to their yeah. uh, flock, but well, I, uh, we're not doing so well Catholics in the West. We no, are, no. we are truly the problem. Well, I see that's, that's a little bit of the issue too, right? I mean, it's not a, and nothing is, is, obviously perfect. I, I find what's kind of interesting because I, I was like baptized Catholic. I never really took it serious or anything like that growing up for the longest time of my life. I just hated people telling me what to do and stuff like that. And I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's understandable. I mean, look at the people like who run the education system. It's just, it's absolutely horrid. It's, br- it's brutal. I've had to spend the last 10 years of my life outside of school, just literally educating myself because, you know, and finding things that I'm actually interested in things that I, I find that are actually important or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, w- looking at kind of religion now, what I've sort of noticed is, um, at least I've, I've been kind of looking at, at orthodoxy a little bit because, you know, my mom is actually orthodox and, uh, I find the thing with orthodoxy, it's a little bit more personal between you, you and God. And I think that's important because we know that like man is flawed. And when you have this organization and kind of mafia of, of religion and, and stuff like that, it, it just, it tends to, to let in these like very corrupt like things right like there's like that thing it's like if, if you were if you're the devil the first thing you would do is try to infiltrate the the, the church obviously right um, of, co- of course that that of course but uh that's great because we can get into a good theological <laughs> uh debate about that too because yeah. i i i'm a great respecter of orthodoxy but i i'm a diehard catholic and yeah. the the church in rome is the rock that Jesus built the church on it is the words of Christ and I love I love hierarchy I love the authority so do I. So do I. and the centralization of the Catholic Church and I, I would submit to you respectfully that as often as the church has been corrupted it, it has been the great moral uniting force of the world as least as often as it has been uh, a force for personal and grander corruptions. You know, there's been tons of popes who have just been in it for the money. There's popes who were appo- appointed to uh, benefit a specific world leader. Yeah. Uh, and then now there's certainly popes who are uh, there to um, aid liberalism and not as much Christians. Right, right, right. I, I would say, but I also like say sheepishly say that because I feel all dirty criticizing the the Catholic Church to anybody but a fellow Christian. I yeah, you would be the yeah. only you and my wife uh, are like the only people I really feel comfortable saying this kind of, of no. stuff to because and you shouldn't. We only between Christians can we start to criticize uh, uh, both Constantinople or Rome, the Patriarch, the Pontiff. It, it's but I love talking about that. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. No, no, I, absolutely. And I, I, not at all. Do I mean any, about it all the time? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing, man. Like, it, I, I meant no disrespect at all. I mean, I'm, I'm technically no, Catholic. No, 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 of course. I, I'm just, I'm just trying to understand, like, you know, kind of like certain things and, and whatever. And what's, what's like kind of deeply, deeply disappointing to me is when you know, I've, I've started to notice things. Um, you know, it's like all the, all the churches. I, I'm, I'm in Toronto, which is like, you know like the cut capital of the world basically or whatever. Right. And you know, every single church, every single church, it's like, you're seeing uh, gay, gay flags and stuff like that. I mean, look what they did, right. Why, if you look at 
Church Street. What is Church Street? It's the gay community now, right? So I mean, this stuff is done on that design. Wasn't an accident, right? Obviously, that was of course. Not an accident. This this is done on design and stuff like that. And uh, I, regardless of how people feel, I know there's some Christians that think that oh, you know, it's a, you should be accepting of people that are that are gay and stuff like that. See, the the way I personally see it, and this is this is just my personal opinion, and I think I think it's correct to be honest, is that I think homosexuality is is a sin, right? And doesn't mean sinners are everybody's a sinner. So of course you're allowed to be a, a part of the church. It just shouldn't be celebrated, right? Are we going to have uh, Jack Daniels sponsoring a, a Sunday mass? Of course not, right? If you're an alcoholic or, or anything, of course you should be going to the church and you should be surrendering to God, but it should be recognized as a sin. That's that's what I think, right? It should be, you shouldn't yeah. have flags. You're going to have uh, Jack Daniel flags hanging from the church because it's just like, oh, well, you know, we accept everybody and this and that or whatever. Sure, accept everybody, but you have to recognize that these are sins. That's 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 my more or less my opinion on uh you know homosexuality and the, and the church or, or whatever and uh yeah and and i mean it's like i said it's deeply disappointing to, to kind of see this it's just this globalization uh thought of mind and and all this stuff is is completely infiltrated the catholic church at least in, in my part of the world i i understand there's like you know <laughs> It's a very big world out there. And, uh, you know, if anywhere this stuff's going to happen, it's going to be Toronto, Canada. Like, it's just like <laughs> this is like the uh, breeding ground of all this stuff, basically. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of more or less like what is really disappointing to me about Catholicism, like right now at this current moment. And but, you know, like we were kind of saying before, this is also a huge indication of how things collapse. And the thing what I truly believe about with with religion and stuff like that and uh Catholicism is that you might you might see a, a collapse uh, with Catholicism because of these things, but not it will never be a complete collapse. But do do uh, Catholics need to clean house? I would say probably, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I don't know. What do you think? I, I agree completely. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, it's not any better north of the city up where I am. So we I've we seen. have to shop around. We have to shop around for Catholic churches yeah. because the one in town. It's more of a band practice for a certain person there. It's not treated as math. It's treated right. as a person's band practice. And yeah. I don't like that. I don't like music at all during mass. In all honesty, I like Latin mass where you basically yeah. don't speak. Right, um, right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, then we went to another one further away. And the homily was about social justice and how the people who are against social justice oh I've, my god the meeting says it's going to end in 10 minutes oh um okay uh it's How gonna we've been going not very long it sh i should i thought oh yeah time left is there, are you able to edit that i'm just gonna pause the recording no. for a sec yeah go ahead Let yeah sorry go ahead uh, and so we uh, go to a different church. The homily is about social justice. The further he invokes Nelson Mandela as a, as a great um, uniter of the races. So just like anybody who's even slightly red pilled, just investigate slightly what Nelson Mandela did in South Africa. Right, right. He's not. He's not the. <laughs> First yeah. of all, it doesn't matter what you do after attempting to blow up a bus of school children. Anything after that, it's going to be incredibly difficult to make up for that. 
the fact that he was in jail is a good thing. The bad thing was that he got out of jail. So it's very difficult to be lectured like as a big history fan uh, it's um, and world events fan. It's tough to be lectured yeah. to about how much better Nelson Mandela is. Uh, but also then to say like, hey, everybody, you need to change your perspective. OK, there's right, this right. new thing <laughs> called social justice. And it's just like Brutal. that's very interesting because for 90 years we've grown up with the social justice liberal regime. Yeah. 90 absolutely. years. Right. There's no one. There was nobody in that church who had not grown up with yep. the predominant teachings in school were social justice oriented. Nobody in that church absolutely was 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 ancient enough to have gone to school in a time where they were not taught that indigenous people suffered brutally under the hands of white Catholics from Europe. They, they, nobody there did not go to school learning that uh, the enslavement of Africans is a indelible mark on the European nation and race. It's, it's wild that when yeah. you have people oh, yeah. who have like, you have literally the same opinions as everyone, as right. everyone yeah. in the Western world. Right. And right. I have to change my thing. Are you, yeah. Have you ever questioned, perhaps you haven't thought about this as much as well, I no, these, have. These are, these are I've people. I've changed my mind yeah. 50 times since I was a liberal right. kid. Right. I started off as a liberal. I wore a Obama change shirt to high school. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. currently I... uh, 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 upset with Trump for not being right wing enough yeah, and Christian yeah. enough. And I'm going to be throwing my full-throated support behind Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, yeah. And dead name. Yeah, no, no. I well, that that's the thing, right? It's just I the, what I've sort of noticed, and especially with uh, you know that the COVID regime is, is a, just a beautiful example of just how most of the population is this like NPC kind of kind of thing, basically, right? And you it know, was great because it, it highlighted as well. Sorry to interrupt. It no. highlighted the antipathy t- towards the church. The church was yes, singled yes. out. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and dumped upon by the cops and the politicians and then the meat and the media first, obviously, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of society followed suit. It truly showed as well that even among Catholics, yeah. you and me are really alone. They yeah. will shut these churches down and not give a peep. You might have 10 pastors, priests, uh, clerics of any sort of religious ilk in the country of 30 million people, 35 whatever million people, who will resist when they say no mass, no temple. Uh, It's great. No prayer. It's it's wild how it was like, no, especially churches are a problem. Oh, also, especially churches are going to be good boys and close down. Sure. Crazy. Yeah. And then, and then, Crazy and then, but the liquor stores are always open. And, you know, how many how many cannabis shops popped up in the last three years? Right. It's we, funny. 
with a respiratory illness, apparently. I, who right. knows what it what sure. it actually sure, is. But, but, no, but we're not... going off of what they claim. So there, where's the logic in that even to begin with, right? I mean, there's exactly. so much ironic like things that have just happened. And uh, yeah, it's just like, it's, you know, it, it's it's interesting. And you can, it's very clear to see what the d- direct attacks are and, and everything, right? It's, uh, I, I find it, I, I, find, I find it a little bit interesting actually. And this is, again, this is kind of like my, uh, my debate between Catholicism and, and Orthodoxy is like, you know, you mentioned that uh, you like to go to Latin mass because you believe that like, you, you just, you, you there's no talking. You just kind of want to pray and you want to have that time between you and God. And, and that's basically it. And I, and I fully agree with you. I think that's what it should be about. It should be, you go there for band practice. And then you, we hear a 20 minute speech about uh, the aboriginals and, and uh, social justice and all this stuff. And this is what's really has been really killing me is that now I'm actually for the first time in my life in the past year or two years is that I'm actually very, very interested. And I've, I've realized such a huge importance of religion and everything like that. And then I'm like, holy, I'm like, well, look, look at all this stuff. It's like all this stuff is also infiltrated by this wokeness mob. Basically. It's like, you cannot, I can't enjoy anything anymore without hearing about, uh, you know, somebody being oppressed. It's some kind of like wokeness, sports, TV, media, literally everything. I can't even have a conversation with somebody that I barely know for 10 minutes in public without them bringing up climate change or some kind of, it's just like, I cannot relate anywhere at all, like in the world. And it's not surprising to me. This stuff spreads like, like, like wildfire, obviously. Right. But it's, it's it is like it's just it's it's interesting like how literally everywhere you go it's just a nonstop this talk of like wokeness and progressivism that's just constantly constantly moving it's just it can never stop it has to and it, which which it's kind of funny like which is kind of funny about like conservatism is like really the only thing you could do with conservatism in in a sense is kind of slow it down but then you know it's I I get troubled with this sometimes too because. Sometimes I've noticed when, when you slow it down and you really haven't grabbed any power, right? I mean, look at look at like Trump. He he slowed it down for a couple of years. All it really did was just kind of troll the people who are in charge, pissed them off, and then they just went off the rails kind of thing. So I, I think it is important that if you do have that opportunity, you really have to grab that power because if all you're doing is pissing those people off, they're going to go off the rails the second they get that little bit of power back. And don't get me wrong. It's not like the left ever lost any real power. Anyways, you're talking about just the president of the United States. who doesn't, it, we're not talking about, you know, even a president from 50, 60 years ago, who had a lot more authority and stuff like that. And I mean, all the people that his, that in his party also were just people who wanted to shut him down basically to begin with anyways. So, I mean, I'm not saying that like not to have like conservatism or anything like that, but we need somebody who's like literally serious that is going to take the power and wield it kind of properly to, and and really do some damage on, on these progressives, basically. It's, it's a very complicated thing, but yeah. I agree. I agree completely, but we also can't approach like shredder things where you're just like a super villain and just going like the power we need the power. I don't think that Trump and like we have made so little progress. I'm more white pilled on that. So I think Trump didn't have a good enough plan and sure. didn't bring the right people and sort of basically persecuted and ruined his relationship with all the people who helped him in 2016 get elected. Well, that was basically the number one thing marking people against working in the Trump White House is if you helped him win in, in 16, you definitely couldn't be in the White House. So that sort of spoiled it. But it's like, no, we, will, we won't know for a while who Trump inspired. This right, is right. the thing. It's like 
people wake up and it's uh, a cumulative thing and it ebbs and flows. It's not yeah. just we win. We right. have to yeah. always keep winning and right. lose and keep winning and lose. It's a so never, ending, never yeah. get to it's a never ending fight. We don't get to get Well, that's away democracy too. I mean, that's democracy too. It's just a constant back and forth of, of who's in power, basically, right? And that's why it's been such a such a disaster. But <laughs> that's why we need a little yeah. more consistency. I wouldn't sure. mind I, sure. like uh, people, Absolutely. I, one of the it's like a weird inside like internet thing, but it pisses me off when people uh slam like the Habsburgs, like do you have any idea what this family did to defend Europe and Christendom when the Ottomans were on the doorstep? It was over for us. We right. would all be we would all be praying to the east. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. family. Has okay. Yeah, we're recording again, and uh, yeah, it's just if you do you want to pick up kind of where we left off, or. Uh, uh, no, I mean you don't need to have the thing where I was just talking about the house. It's just like a point I have in my head of like. Yeah, uh, of just like the days of monarchy and stuff like that are they just weren't that bad. Yeah, no, uh, I, yeah, great, yeah. greater, more stalwart defenders of their people and their faith. So, right, and I would just say if you're if you're personally if you're getting like black pilled on the church, just I mean like the more church history, the more history of. Uh, you like real crusades history and stuff like that is tremendous yeah. resource to get inspired about like the potential of the church. Not that it's oh, absolutely be, like, militaristic or expansionist, but it certainly needs to be imbued with more strength from the parishioners. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, absolutely. Don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, I, they're like, this, like I said, this stuff is infiltrated literally everything, and there is going to be a certain point where our views and our values and stuff are going to kind of break into one of these kind of, uh, you know, uh, places. And I think one of those places will be one of the first places will be probably will, will be the church. So I, I am, I wouldn't say I'm black billed. I'm just, it's just frustrating to me. It's just like, I, I finally like thought I found like something that just would, I would assume hasn't been, uh, you know, infiltrated by all this uh, wokeness and stuff. And, you know, but I, I, There's good I, stuff I do on have the hopes. internet. I, yeah. I, I do use like, you know, like Bishop Robert Barron, my wife started watching his videos and she got me into them and they're tremendous. Like, that, that's what I've been doing. Great. He's that, really good. Yeah. So stick to online stuff. Because, for, for, like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I have to confess it's like, I have to go back to the band practice yeah, uh, yeah. or find a new uh, Catholic church. I'm kind of lucky just because the area is like it's Germans and Catholics settled it. So they did set down a lot of churches. Right. However, right. Uh, the priests now are interesting and yeah. uh, the people who go are absolutely uh, they vast majority of these people. I think you'd be get a lot more energy and enthusiasm uh, at a pride parade or yeah. um, ethnic heritage uh, parade. than yeah. they seem to be really caring about church but again, that's it's, that's very judgmental. Of it's me. mad. It's mad cringe. It's know. mad cringe. It's it's mad cringe, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Um, one one last point, actually, I kind of wanted to to bring up and uh, kind of tie this a little bit together is, um, uh, you know, like with going back to uh, the yay thing, um, you know, and we were just kind of talking about Trump. And this is what I find actually very interesting is that um, and I find this is actually probably the best thing that that Trump did was he kind of broke this like 
traditional kind of conversation and talking points that has been involved in politics for an extremely long time and stuff. And, uh, you know, because I think uh, Trump kind of broke that political correctness, we have to kind of keep going in that direction, just like how the left kind of does their thing. We have to kind of keep going in that direction. We have to be more kind of shocking and stuff like that, not because we that's we really, really badly want to or anything. It's just just to get people's attention. Right. I mean, when you have a guy also too, like uh, Nick Fuentes, who has been literally canceled so hard more than more than anybody that I've seen, like more, more literally more than anybody that I've seen in uh, the in the West for the, the ever, basically, as long as long as I've been paying attention to all this stuff. Uh, for uh, someone who's never committed a crime, crime, he is the most persecuted right. man and, in the Western world. And, and what's interesting, too, is like, uh, you know, uh, and I, I heard this point a really long time ago. I'm not sure who exactly brought this point up to me. Maybe it was Nick himself or whatever, looking at his content or whatever. But um it's like David Duke's not even canceled. Like, do you know what I mean? You have like Richard Spencer who goes on uh, on uh, CNN and stuff like that. So it's it is absolutely very interesting that I, I and I do believe like when he says this, he is on to something, and it is a lot more threatening than having just a straight up like guy who calls himself like a neo-Nazi. It's like they don't really care about that, right? It's like David Duke. I'm pretty sure David Duke has a Twitter account, or at least he's he has for like an extremely long time. He like no, nobody's he, ever. Even- he ha- he yeah, had sorry. one, but he's funny enough. He and Nick, uh, as well as a couple of other people, were on the ADLs like Elon. Don't you dare! Don't you dare let him back. Right, David right. Duke was on there, and also it's like, what? Like David Duke again? He's like was the head of the clan, but he's like run for office multiple times. Yeah, uh, yeah. you got it gets mainstream coverage. If he says something controversial, they will have him on yeah. any mainstream network. Sure. He'll do like his clips will make the rounds on uh, the Sunday morning shows. Yeah. But yeah. oh boy, did they pull the plug on the playing Kanye clips on the or yay, excuse me, playing yay clips on the news. Yeah. That were like, oh, look at how bad this is. Ooh, not going well. Stop. Yeah. Stop talking yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Take yeah. it off. Yeah. Yeah. So it went from the biggest news story in the in the uh, the United States at a minimum to yeah. being like, Shh. yeah, yeah, well, no, no, exactly, and like that's why I truly, I, I do believe that, like you know, as far as if we're talking strategy about all of this, I, I do believe I, I thought it was actually, I thought it was a good strategy, and I can understand you know, more like uh, moderate kind of centrist uh, right wing people would just be like, oh, this is actually just going to make all of us kind of like look bad or whatever. Uh, I don't really see it that way. I think you kind of have to just break that just and I personally, I don't get, I don't care. Like if whatever, like, I don't know, I would say, I, I personally don't, I would say it's a little bit of trolling. And I would also say he's also genuinely pissed off. I mean, the guy literally lost his family. He lost one and a half billion dollars, you know, like the richest, most successful black guy to, to ever really exist. And, and like, you he know, was one and, of the most famous popular entertainers in the world for yeah. 10 years. He had the most popular street fashion brand. Yeah. He has like had the most popular shoe line ever. He's the biggest um, selling artist of the last two decades. Yeah. I, he was the most famous person in the world. And, yeah. and, but yeah, I mean, again, it's just like, well, first of all, like, politically speaking of just like a drawing attention to yourself can be accomplished by trolling and that right. is like politically expedient sometimes right. Right. so it's like it's not like his soul is trollish it's not right. about right. that right. Right. but right. it's an certainly instinct. i would, I would oh 
Exactly. It's, yeah. it's just one of the many tools. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're the gamer generation. When the guy drops his gun, you don't think about anything other than picking it up and using it however you can. This sure. is the weapon they gave us is trolling. Right, right. And it's, Sorry, it's really, we're going to use it. Right. And I've, I, like, I've, I've even well, found myself, I, I've never been like a very internet savvy kind of social media savvy guy. I've never been that or whatever. And then I was using Twitter a little bit more and it's nothing, it's nothing really at all. But, but then I noticed I'm like, it just got so bored. I'm like, why I'm not going to sit here and try to have an intellectual conversation with people who disagree with me. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So then you just get to the point where you're just like, well, I'm just going to say fucked up shit to piss people off. And it's funny. And yeah. I'm enjoying myself because what am I going to say here exactly. and get frustrated for? Right. And uh, but you know what? One thing I will say, though, and I, I think this is a little bit of, of a point where um, and I do find this happens to people who especially younger generations and stuff like that, who kind of embrace this ideology is that I do think that this kind of like this this whole shock thing can can go. Sometimes it could it could get a little bit a little bit too far like in a sense because i i think it kind of releases this kind of like uh kind of like adrenaline that you get in your brain and stuff like that where it's just you kind of get addicted to it right you get addicted to just pissing people off actually what's funny is i don't know if you remember this but like south park did this pretty well actually like quite a few years ago where oh, i course. think it was uh i think it was stan's dad or something he just starts to get slowly addicted more and more into like into like trolling and stuff like that over the internet because it is something like absolutely that it's it's so like especially when you start saying pretty like taboo stuff it gets so addicting because you get such a big reaction and it's like it, it essentially it is fun right so it releases that like uh dopamine i guess like in your brain where you get addicted to it where you just want to keep going and keep saying like kind of more crazy shit but i mean that's also like the internet and you know that's that's kind of you know yeah but also you have to make like a major demarcation between like children and teenagers yeah uh, oh absolutely being, being absolutely naughty on the internet and then also yeah. someone who is literally gone from a uh a tendee of Charlottesville um, to part of a presidential campaign, met, met with a former president, popular online streamer, banned from every banking system, banned yeah. from every social media kind of thing. I'm just like, sorry, trolling <laughs> is an effective political strategy, yeah. which effective political operators can use, like yeah. Trump or Nick and nick through yay right so right. it's just like that yeah. trolling goes wrong it's like drinking goes wrong driving yeah. goes wrong yeah skating yeah. on ice goes that's, wrong so it's just that's, like that's that's exactly that's exactly what I'm, what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's like, it's a whole addiction thing, basically. Right. Like, it, it, exactly. it, yeah. You have to be able to kind of like moderate yourself like a little bit in, in some sense and kind of know when it's appropriate and know when it's like kind of not appropriate, you know? And I think Nick does actually yeah, a really good it, job of like doing that. It's, but it's like that. My issue with that is like, people, you're, I think of that as people saying, it's like, Hey, race cars probably should be a race car driver. Right. Like, right. 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 What are you saying? Obviously, who who doesn't get that? That's not a child or a teenager who won't listen. If you're trying to get people to be like, "Hey, careful about trolling; it's addictive." Yeah. They're either an, an adult <laughs> addict, yeah, or an yeah, effective yeah. political operator, or their children. They're not going to listen. So it's like, that that to me is just like you're there. You can't say that. No, 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 no. Like, 
No, it's like no, the no. dumping on video games or any sort of like the online right wing culture or aesthetic. It's just like any sort of criticism is is very. Uh, it has no teeth because it's like. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, lots of people get lost in all kinds of terrible stuff. Sure. This is objectively an effective weapon in a political pursuit, and oh, yeah. we've got someone, in my opinion, who who. Unlike some people, unfortunately, this person is incredibly well planned. This yeah. person has a very specific long-term strategy that has produced tangible result after tangible result. So it's like when trolling is bad, it's like that's got nothing to do with what's going on. Yeah, yeah this no, is no. just a what trolling all of this stuff. Like, yay. His fame, his persona, Nick, his style, it's all just like, yeah, these are the yeah. tools we have. Absolutely. Yeah. We have no choice but to just pick them up and use them to the best of our ability, which is like the metaphor for the entire thing. This right. is not about like a guarantee of like, no, 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 Ye is going to effectively win 270 delegates after um, primarying Trump. Right, right. That's not what this is. That's not right. like, well, that's the only definition of a win. And anything outside of these kind, no, it's like this is just to move, do something, to move something in some way. Like we're just adding, like it's a, the the again the memes as well. Memes is just like it's another thing of just like you could point out a million criticisms of them, and but it's like, however, they're incredibly effective in the right person's hands. We probably have the right enough person for right now. So it's like, just let them run with them. Let them me yeah. do me well, magic and let them troll yeah, yeah. Um, oh, the, the individuals and uh, the, the media and everybody else. And they will accomplish something that is beyond the vast majority of people's understanding. And that is like the number one criticism I get from people who like talk to me about this. It's just like, this is just going to go over most people's heads and alienate them. Doesn't matter. As much of it is a democracy and we are burdened by very, you know, low IQ, low moral people being able to cast their vote. In reality, we have like an oligarchy and an elite who do control how all of those people think and feel literally they yeah. do control how they think and feel yeah. that that malleable so what if nick is able to sway the elite even an inch right even yeah. an inch the right kind of elite we just need a few smart great rich men that's yeah. it yeah no, that's all it right. takes yeah. to cha change any nation it was done to this one in the wrong direction. Sure, sure. That's all that happened. Yeah. They, the people, the, the, the foreign hostile elite who certainly controls the West now, they at one time weren't in control. There are very few of them compared to anyone else in the world. They are somehow in control. It's because they had a great plan. It was designed to work. They were... Um, militant in their adherence to their plan. They stuck to it over the course of a century, and then they assumed control. That's what we have to do. This is not about just getting our rocks off. Um, 
for a couple of seconds right now. No, I, I like, this agree. is fun. Yeah. We're upsetting yeah. the right people. Yeah. The, the people who are, are genuinely bad and hate us yeah. are very scared well, in an unreasonable way. Yeah. So that's funny. Well, that's not just what's happening. No, 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 no. I, I, building the snowball that eventually I, I, crushes I can, the entire town. I, I completely agree. And I think that also, like, wh- what I'm kind of getting at is I think this is actually uh, an amazing kind of combination because we have a guy like like uh, Nick Fuentes with Groypers and, like, you know, like you would if you were to, like, look up, like, kind of a definition of, like, of trolls on the internet, it's like, that's kind of like what, what it is, but he's also, because he's kind of been in this for so long and he's gone through all these emotions and all these people betraying him and being censored and all this stuff. And especially, and he's like, what, 25 years old. Right. So 24, I 20, think he just turned 24 a couple, a couple of months ago. Right. Right. It's, it's you right, have to it's, be a humble and just acknowledge like he's accomplished in something extraordinary oh, and of has, course. has real fortitude. Whether it be driven from his personal animus now, I don't think it is. But whether it is just personal for him, it doesn't matter. He is standing up to this in a way that's like Absolutely. stunning. And in a way Alex Jones can't. Right, right. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't I, I, saying something. No, I, of course. Uh, kind of and kind of what I'm saying is it's like he is like a very, very like he's a professional. Like that's kind of the way I see it. It's like he can, and you can see this all the time. He could have any kind of conversation with any kind of backed emotions at, at basically any time he could go from like trolling to arguing with somebody to literally just being like, yeah, you're a really nice guy. And this is a really good conversation. And you, that's exactly the kind of person that you need. Con, uh, Kanye or yay is he's, he's just very like kind of fresh. Like to me, he's, he just seems like a guy who just got kind of introduced to trolling. And, and, and the reason is, is because he's just got like all this cancellation and now he's kind of like, he has gotten that kind of first instinct that I have gotten before and that everybody's kind of gotten before where you're just like, I'm just going to say crazy shit or whatever, just because I'm pissed off. And I mean, honestly, man, think about it. Like the, the shit that he has gone through in the past few months, like literally lost so much of his money, lost his family, lost all of this stuff. And for him to just sit there and just go, you know what? I, I, I think this is like something that God is telling me to do. Nobody, nobody would be able to do uh, so many of the population would just not be able to do this. And that's why I've gained so much like respect uh, for, for Ye in this sense is because the average person, if they just had uh, the, a couple bad weeks happened to them where they lost like, you know, a couple thousand dollars that would just like completely, they destroy their lives. And the fact that he's kind of been so humble of this sense of like, you know, well, you know what, at least this is kind of what God wants me to, to kind of do and stuff like that. It's just, I've gained so much like respect uh, f- for him. And I think it's a, 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 a amazing combination because what I'm seeing too, is that He's just going off and you see Nick there and he's there and he's ready for anybody who wants to challenge any kind of intellectual kind of debate or anything like that. And Nick will sit there and he will wait and he will wait until the right time until people are, have had enough and they've gotten over this hysteria of what uh, Ye is saying, you know, after a while people will say, okay, all right. People got so up in arms right away. And then they're going to say, okay, all right, now we're ready to have the conversation. And I think that's the part where Nick is going to come in and he's going to, you know, really win a lot of these arguments and a lot of debates. And it's, you know, and and I saw this already, actually, when I I mentioned this actually before, when I was, when I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago, but I mentioned how like um, there was, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a a podcast that he went on with this guy. uh, 
Adam uh, Adam twenty twenty two or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. That? Oh, I know that one. The no jumper one. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I, I mean, I literally watch everything uh, Nick does. Or do you mean the Yay yeah. one? No, no, no. Uh, the one with with Nick. This was like about a month yeah. ago or whatever. And, I saw that. And, and yeah, and you know what? It, it's Phenomenal. incredible. It's yeah, it was an incredible, uh, incredible show because like you know these guys they try to hit hit them right away with the uh, gotcha questions and stuff like that. And you know like. Nick just kind of takes his time. He's been there before he's gone through all this. And then by the end of it, they're like, literally, they're like basically saying they're like, oh, I know there's a, a better argument, but I just can't think of it right now. And it's like that right away. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's incredible that's to see. What, and that's what yeah, everybody absolutely. I think is going to eventually be doing once they actually take uh this debate like serious and they get over this whole hysteria you know of like oh uh, nick fudge has said he wants to you know chop off black people's hands or something like that and then it's like well no this is kind of the whole entire thing which actually that whole thing i saw actually i watched that like i'm pretty sure live or whatever i remember that episode that episode was actually <laughs> hilarious and i was like are all episodes like this or like that i just come here at, at a at a right time because i don't follow every single thing like to a t but more or less whatever but i, I thought i remember just I was watching this overnight or whatever, and I was just laughing so hard because it, it and that's also too it's what makes funny. great comedy. Yeah, that's what makes yeah, great comedy it's too. Funny, yeah, it's yeah. objectively funny. Right, this is right. why you put yeah. him in the room with anybody, and he will be funnier than just about anyone on the planet. He'll, he'll, what's and interesting? I, I was like, grew up around a lot of stand-up comedian kind of thing. Yeah. Like a lot of my uh, buddies, like he's funnier than them he's funnier than any, anybody i ever knew yeah and also it's like he is really funny touch back yeah. to the yay thing like that's why i think these guys are great it is a great campaign to support is because they do exemplify great christian virtues that's Asian, that's the biggest part too of it yeah absolutely. resilience forgiveness you want to meet the most forgiving person nick fuentes yeah yeah could the one of the most forgiving you want to imagine I, what he has been through and being as cool and collected that's what i was saying yeah it's like you have it's, these guys that are literally like are you a nazi are you a nazi did you say this did you say that and the guy's just humble literally the entire time and he's like look I, I, I'm not like he never really blows up with like emotion or, or anything like that. And you would think like from the stuff that you would hear, if say you didn't know who he was at all, but the stuff that you would hear about him, you would think that this guy would completely melt down the second you brought this stuff up to him. You think he's he not like that like at all. Frothing at the mouth, psychopath. Psychopath, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, but again, it's, that's it's just yeah, a lie. Yeah. And also, I it, think yeah. people will start to realize there's a very good reason Ben Shapiro won't debate Nick. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Nick. Ben Shapiro knows who he is. Oh, of ben course. Ben Shapiro will <laughs> debate any autistic 18-year-old boy in a dress. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Right. He will debate Nick for a reason. Yeah. Okay? It's not because he's Ben Shapiro is afraid to, to defeat the world's greatest anti-Semite. It's not because yeah. <laughs> he's afraid to, that Ben Shapiro yeah. is going to win. Right, right. Right. They 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 know that he, he's not the one to to mess around with in the, this arena. Yeah, he's a yeah. genuinely brilliant debater. He could defeat yeah. the average Oxford debater on a just uh, a pick any one of his topics. Yeah, pick any one of his topics. He will defeat anybody. And he's defeating uh, a debate. Yeah, anyone. and 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 he's and it's crazy. It's like he's like he's down anytime. 
right? Anytime some debate, okay, I'll be there in three, I'll be there online, whatever, three hours. We'll talk as long as you want about it, however long it takes, and he'll be patient and everything. And, and this is what I've been kind of seeing with him. And that's why it's both of them are such such good weapons because they can kind of go off. Like Kanye, uh, yeah, he's got like the, he's got the, the money he's got like the 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 status symbol everybody knows who he is and and it can kind of weave back and forth between the two and i think it's going to be absolutely extremely interesting to see uh how how this how this goes out how it plays out how it just shapes the conversation how it changes the conversation and uh, even for conservatives at, at the very least if it's not really going to hit the 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 left wing or whatever like they're they're on their own different level or whatever right but well i mean least, i they- Certain parts of the left wing, like, have you seen, like, the H3H3 and Hassan and everybody? I haven't seen like, their takes. I haven't seen their takes oh, on all this. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah, I, I, they, I, should, I should look into that. Like, yeah. They were angry that Jesus isn't around to crucify him again. They're, I heard that so, the Ethan Klein, the Ethan Klein thing, right? Yeah, yeah. We forgive you guys. We forgive <laughs> you. Thank yeah. you, though. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. This is like, exactly it's, the it's, point of this, though. It's, it's, it's quite, to it's make quite, sure everybody understands that, like, yeah. It, it's They're, it, uh, not with us. Right. Well, it's interesting to hear a, a, a Jewish, uh, whatever they say, I, I see he's supposed to be a comedian and I'm not really sure to literally just sit there, a Jewish guy to literally just sit there and say, Oh, if Jesus was around, I, I would uh, crucify the guy. Right. It's just like, but we're just like, okay, buddy, like whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, again, you might have to edit this, this up, but it, it's a religion <laughs> defined by its opposition to and hatred of Jesus Christ. Well, I, the, the, uh, Muslims think he was a prophet. Buddhists, Buddhists think he's a wise man. Hindus think he's their westernmost prophet. Uh, one of them thinks he's boiling in semen and excrement, and that his mother is a whore. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I look at uh, look at what was it? Uh, it? Must have been what fifteen years ago with the with the Mel Gibson stuff, right? It's just like, and they wanted to cancel uh, the Passion of the Christ. It's like that is the story. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, <laughs> they, they wanted story. to cancel it the first yeah. time they performed the play in like the Middle Ages in Europe. Then sure, they were sure. not not thrilled about it then. But again, it's just like there's a million in- instances of this, like the disputations of Paris where they burned all the Torahs because if you look at stuff in the Torah, it's not just because it's like Jew hatred. It's a, it's like no, the Talmud has terrible stuff in it that is like violently, aggressively yeah. outward towards a specific group of people specifically that has a problem with Christians and Europeans. They have a specific problem in their religious uh, code that they uh, follow that is specific to us. Their their animosity towards us is coded in in the Talmud. Yeah. yeah, They call us animals. Again, however, we forgive them. Sure, but sure. Uh, that that's why, like, this is like a specific issue. It is not right. something of just like, well, I, everyone who's not Christian is the same. It's like, no, no, no. That's a very specific issue. Like, they have For a sure. specific sure. hostility towards a specific group of people. Yeah. I happen to be one of them. I identify as like a. Obviously, you look at my skin color, and well, I'm a Catholic. I yeah. don't. I'm not. You can't not be unaware that they are talking about you in their religious book. Sure. And they're talking about the person, uh, divine figure that we worship. Right. Right. You can't have the, that kind of, again, it's not about uh, directing violence towards them, but certainly I don't like the idea of them ruling us. Right, right. That's, well, That I, seems off. 
Right. And, and any like real level headed Jewish person too will, will say like, you know, this stuff like has to be properly addressed or else if it's, it's going to go into a direction, right? Like everybody kind of like knows this, right. And this is kind of like the weird part about like the whole thing too. It's like, I don't know who's that guy uh, that, that he's like the head of the ADL or whatever. Like when he was on that show, the breakfast club, like a couple days ago, I guess, or whatever, I watched part I, of that. Yeah, green, green blatt green blatt or green something blatt, yeah the guy just looks like yeah. oh he looks well, so evil I guess too. it's just like if but, we don't get him yeah yeah, uh, yeah. then the rumor spread yeah uh, oh it's, it's just right. so creepy so <laughs> that guy's just such a creep ball too like honestly it's just ridiculous yeah and it's just like you know you can see uh even like you know because he's in a room full of black guys and you can kind of see too that like they're it went they, over so badly yeah it went and, over so but, badly but, but the, the comment is, section is even worse Oh sure, I I I would imagine like <laughs> the, the black fellas who watched that yeah. really did not take a shine to this uh, representative. Right. But but I mean, a, but who's group. but but I mean, but but who's in charge of that podcast? I mean, that's why there was like almost zero pushback, really. When you look at like the the actual thing, uh, I mean, who's in charge of that podcast? It's literally uh, I at some kind of media, at some media company, iHeart Media or something like that. That's in yeah, charge. I mean, that's ran by Jewish that, people. Man. They, exactly, that's run yeah. by iHeart. Right, iHeart right. used to run this stuff we work for, I worked for, uh, at Bell in Canada. Yeah, yeah, exactly, of course. Yeah. But that's, but they, again, it's like, but no, they're individuals. They're certainly not. There's no coordination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they certainly don't have a, any specific interest that they are looking after of their of their own people. Which again, yeah. it's just like this is very obvious of like this is how everybody operates. Certainly in like sure. a political and national sense. Like you yeah. take care of the interest of like these ever growing and shrinking like rings of people. So right. it's just like the idea that you could define like anti-Semitism is like <clears throat> they behave like everyone else. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. say yeah. that. Don't <laughs> say that. Yeah, it's, hey, it's, it's so interesting. You accusing of yeah. them of behaving like anybody with yeah, would yeah, in yeah. power, except for uh, humble uh, Christian people, which would be rare. Right. Certainly right. these days. Well, what's so, what's like, what's so insulting about literally just claiming that like you're an ex- extremely successful group of people? What's so offensive about that? Right. Like, and, and it just it just raises all of these like flags of like people that are like, how could you not when you hear about this or think about it when it comes across your mind? I, the average person probably doesn't think about this, right? But uh, but I mean, how how can so I well they have to learn? To be frank, I don't think the average person is going to think about this. It's like that. That's the thing. Is like it sucks that that is how the world works. Is that yeah. it, it is like that is the thing that sort of dictates how people will react to this. Is that it's just like, oh, hey, you yeah, did the bad yeah. thing. We right. we get right. to write right. this whole thing off. It's like you said, Hitler. What about Hitler? <laughs> what was that? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. We don't have to think about this. And it's like, it's, I understand yeah. also the criticism of that, of just being like, but it's like, it's also like, you have a million people not saying, uh, I forgive Hitler and the Jews. Right. right There's not right. a lot of people right. saying that. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, no, I, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny because uh, all, like all these things, like when this Alex Jones things first uh, came out or whatever, right? It, all you saw on Twitter was, and all over the news was, uh, you know, Kanye West, yay says, uh, that he admires Hitler or whatever. And then like all, all my response to this was like, or that he loves Hitler and all, all my response to this was like, no, like if you were to, like, I would, if I were to put out an article or something, yay says that he loves Zionists. Right. 
because he literally he said he he did say that right he did say i that. know <laughs> they all have right? Said it. right so Nick, again this is the yeah, thing is yeah. just like i understand how often so obvious. he said like oh i forgive them and i love them and they're they're you know like they are god's children they are right. we are all god's children well whether you're christian or not that's the thing that they said back yeah. to like the game some people point. hate like, that some this people is hate such that. a nonsense projection yeah. into the sure. religion that oh yeah it, it the it's uh, our religion is defined by forgiveness pioneered it right that's right. our thing right yeah no, and, and a lot, some so, people hate that some people hate that they can't stand it right they can't stand it mm, yeah mm. so some people go to rome and spit on certain people's statues uh just because of something that happened 2500 years ago yeah. right 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 yeah. The, yeah the these are people with a specific grievance i think sure yeah absolutely i, I think and, i think that that's a group of people who holds a certain long long historical hatred sure that you of course of course and you know it, it is funny too the the whole like christianity kind of approach is like you've seen how that or the term like killing people with kindness too right you see how people react to that somebody who's genuinely they know they are doing something wrong and but you still are like Oh, like, you know, you're, oh, it's okay. It's killing people with kindness really sets people off too. They can't stand it. Right. And I, Christians have probably mastered that more than anybody else is because it's taught in our, <laughs> you know, well, I'm going to go too far. Yeah. That, that's another thing too. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, the issue is that forgiveness all of a sudden became accepted. Well, really right. going full circle of like, that is kind of the issue is that people sure, sure. I, forgiveness with acceptance. Yeah. No, not no, ever supposed to accept sin. It's, no, no, it's not acceptable. No, no, no. It, it, that's that's you exactly have to forgive, yeah, yeah. Always. Right, right. If if it's genuine, if it's genuine, if the person has recognized that what they've done is a sin, that yeah. and that's going back to uh, the idea uh, of, of exactly. homosexuality in the church and stuff like that. Right. That's yeah. Um, you There's know, a big difference between exactly just like the average guy off the street and then someone who is like consciously promoting it because they very consciously are aware of like the grooming issue and so on. Right. So, Right. But I mean, like, that's why I think uh, I'm so excited for Ye and Nick of just like yeah. getting out there of like, they are going to kill them with kindness. Yeah. Kindness yeah. and memes and, and, and shock and shockness. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be, it's, I, this has been probably the most exciting thing, honestly, that, <laughs> that I've seen in politics in the last like three, at least three, four years. Right. Uh, for so me, I'm, this is 2016. Yeah, the exactly. Only thing that has exactly. come close to 2016. Absolutely, well, absolutely. And boy, were we missing it in oh. uh, uh, 2020. And oh, we yeah. that was the the spirit, the Holy right. Spirit was exactly what was missing, you know. Yeah. But I feel like we have I, it. Uh, and that Trump I, announcement was was brutal too. By the way, it was like it was so the Trump bad. announcement yeah. was what really sort of solidified the Nick. Yay yeah, that absolutely. really yeah. sort of put the yeah. nail there. I, I like Trump's recent thing, the the tech thing. Uh, oh, the, uh, the, the mo- yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the constitution, the con- the tech mm-hmm. constitution thing. Yeah, that's exactly. that's that's a great idea. That's I think something that I've I think I've seen uh, Curtis Yarvin bring up. I think way in the past or something. It's exactly. interesting how it trickles down to like Trump somehow eventually, right? Uh, but eventually. great idea, well, great idea. But that's the important thing of just like I also yeah. like Yarvin in spite of uh, everything. Sure, um, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, hey, he's brilliant and he gets people into like dark enlightenment uh, stuff and he gets more people to become reactionary. I have a feeling he'll be end up being 
a, a Christian at some point. I, I just have this feeling. I think he's starting to kind of, but that's a whole other that. conversation. Who would yeah, not love absolutely. that? Who yeah, absolutely. That? That's the one thing that. that's, that's the one thing that's really missing, missing for him. Curtis, stop honestly. trying to pick up young women on Twitter. Stop <laughs> oh, it. <laughs> Go to church, get married. Yeah. What is the matter with this guy? This yeah. guy with, with girlish long hair. Certainly not. I never had that. Um, <laughs> just harassing women online. It's ridiculous. I, that- I got to wrap up. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We could talk about uh, many things or whatever. But, dude, honestly, it was uh, a great talking to you again. It's been way too long. Uh, we should definitely Absolutely, do this again yeah. sometime soon. And things are going to start to get interesting again. Uh, you know, it's funny how this kind of brought brought this brought us back together uh, with them throwing their hat into the race or whatever, like looking like it's going to be that way. Uh, but yeah, changes everything. Changes Absolutely, everything. Absolutely, man. All right. All right, man. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. God bless, bro. Yeah, you too. God bless, man.